Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about one of my favorite books, one of my favorite trainings, which is The Slight Edge. We're gonna keep it short and sweet and to the point, but you guys are gonna get a lot of value from this, I promise. Let's get it. Okay guys, so I'm here at the studio, but I wanted a different environment, right? Um, and we're gonna do a short video, so we were actually right next door, and, and, and the thing about our studio is that our studio is actually uh, like a warehouse. Th that, that other section where, where I normally shoot is like a warehouse, so it's freezing right now. And I said, you know what, I wanna lighten up the mood as well. I want a little bit more lighting, so here we are right now. So anyways, with that being said, let's get into the slide edge. A lot of my audience, you guys are into personal growth and personal development. One of the books that I highly, highly recommend is that you read The Slide Edge by Jeff Olson. Jeff Olson was a mentor of mine for uh, many, many years ago from afar. I was a part of a company called Prepaid Legal at the time, which is now known as Legal Shield, incredible company. And back then he was like some kind of director with the company, right? One of the corporate directors and trainers of the company. And frankly, one of the best trainers I've ever seen. And he talks, he wrote a book called The Slight Edge. So basically what The Slight Edge is, it comes down to our philosophies. And very often in my trainings, you guys hear me, especially in my Bulletproof Mindset training, I talk a lot about philosophies because we all have them. Everybody has philosophies, whether you are conscious of those philosophies or you're not, you have philosophies that you live your life by. And your philosophies are like filters, right? That you let enter into your mind. And think about this, people that are successful, people that are unsuccessful, there's a difference in their philosophies and there's a difference in the way that they think. And the way that they think is because of their philosophies. So before we get into the slide edge, let me give you an example. Here's a way the philosophies work. Very often people look at what they have or what they don't have. They look at their results. They look at their lifestyle. So they look at their lifestyle, they're like, well, I don't have the lifestyle that I want because I don't have the results that I want. So it's lifestyle, above that is results. Well, what is it that got you the results? Well, what got you those results were your actions or your lack of actions. What you, what got you the results or the lack of results were the actions or the lack of actions, but what creates your actions, it goes up to your attitude. Now, what creates your attitudes are your philosophies. So it starts with the philosophy. And Jeff Olson and Jim Rohn talk about this. So your philosophies act as filters, right? So for example, money doesn't grow on trees is a philosophy that a lot of people that don't make a lot of money have. Money doesn't grow on trees actually it kind of does, right? But the philosophy of money doesn't grow on trees is a philosophy that money is hard to come by. Even a simple philosophy when people say things like, oh, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. What does that mean? What are you telling your subconscious mind? That the rest of the week sucks. Even the end of the week is WTF, right? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, WTF, right? And so, no, 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 thank God it's Monday. I'm excited to go into the day. Thank God it's Monday. Why? Because my philosophy is, hey, it's a good day to be a champion. Hey, it's a good day to win. It's a good day to make some money. It's a good day to impact some people's lives, to help some customers out. These are all philosophies. To some people, they just come out as words. But to winners, they understand that every day you are shaping your philosophies and your philosophies are shaping your attitude. At first you create your attitude and then your attitude creates your life, okay? You create your attitude. You create your philosophies. You create your habits. All of those things, the attitude, the philosophies, and the habits eventually create your life. So I recommend you create some good philosophies, attitudes, and habits. So let's get into a couple of other philosophies, right? 
um, rich people are bad. If somebody's rich, oh, they probably, you know, took advantage of some people to get there. That's a broke person philosophy, right? Here's a, here's a good philosophy. I get paid based on the size of the problems that I solve. That is a philosophy of mine. I look at problems different. I don't look at problems and dread the problems. I go into my day, what are some of the problematic files I need to get done? What are some of the things I need to talk to? Who are some of the customers I got to address? Let's go and handle that before 12 o'clock because I get paid based on the size of the problems that get me down. Another philosophy about problems is I am bigger than my problems. You see that? Because I identify and I have a philosophy and an identity that I am indeed bigger than my problems, I look at things completely different. I expect to win. I expect to go in there and solve problems instead of going in there to avoid problems. Does that make sense? So I recommend that you adopt these philosophies because your philosophies, and this, this is in my Bulletproof Mindset training. You can go to jcrangel.com and I, I break this down in detail. Okay, your philosophies create your attitudes. Okay, negative philosophies create negative attitudes. Positive philosophies create positive attitudes. Your attitudes create your actions. If you have the right attitude, the actions that you will take are the right actions. I'll give you an example. We got people in, our, you know, in the solar business that, that I'm in, and some people door knock. And some people have a philosophy, oh man, I got 10 no's, man. I got 10 no's. And, everybody, and a lot of people don't answer, and the people that I talk to, they all told me no. And I asked, well, how long have you been knocking? Oh, about an hour and a half or two hours. You have a broke-ass philosophy. Excuse my language, but your philosophy is a broke-person philosophy. Here's a different philosophy. Let's say you go out there for five days. You knock six to eight hours a day. And it doesn't even take that many hours. But let's just say, let, let's keep it to four. Four. And you get to talk to 50 people. 50 people, and they all tell you no, except for one at the end of the week. One at the end of the week turns into appointment and a sale. So you got 250 no's. That one yes made you 7,000 bucks. Not too shabby, right? You talk to 50 people Monday, 50 people Tuesday, and so on and so forth through Friday. You took Saturday and Sunday off. You got a sale. That sale made you 7,000. Here's my question. How many no's? It was 250 no's. How many, divide, 7, 000, divide the 250 by the 7,000. How much did you make per no? You see the philosophy? That's a winner's philosophy. That's a lot of money per no's. How many people make $7,000 in a week? Even if it took you a month and you got 250 no's week one, week two, week three, but you average one sale per month. You have seven, how many people make $7,000 a month? Let, let me tell you something. Less than 4% of people in the world make $7,000 per month. So I tell people, your philosophy, now if you hang out with people with poor, piss poor philosophies, guess what you're going to have? Some piss poor philosophies as well. So your philosophies create your attitudes, your attitude creates your actions. That person, when they go from the piss poor philosophy mindset to a winner's philosophy, they say, I'm not going to care about the no's. I'm going to go for no, as a matter of fact, there's a book called Go For No. I'm going to go for no, the obstacle is away. I'm going to go for the obstacles because it's sales is a numbers game. If I talk to enough people, I'm going to find somebody. I'm going to stumble across somebody that's looking to buy what I'm selling. But you got to have the right attitude. You got to get training. You got to go out with the right attitude. And you got to be committed to how long you're going to be out there on the field prospecting, right?
So those people, because of their newfound philosophy, attitude, and action, now generate better what? Results, and your results equal your lifestyle. So the slide edge goes like this. Every day we're all faced with decisions. Every day there's decisions that need to be made. There's thousands of decisions that need to be made from whether or not you wake up at six in the morning or at seven in the morning or at five in the morning or at eight in the morning, right? Whether or not you go to the gym, whether or not you have a good breakfast. I know that when I get my day started early, I just feel better. Once I'm in there, I know, man, I'm already two, three hours ahead of the game than I was, for example, yesterday or than, I, than my competitor is, right? I have my to-do list ready. I'm just more productive. I got the hard things taken care out the way, right? But if I get, let's say I go to the gym late, then I go to have breakfast somewhere, and then I'm in the office by 10 a.m. versus being at the office by 8 or 8.30, those two hours make a big difference. Sometimes I'm like, hey, I drop off my son. I'm headed to the office. I'll call some Uber Eats so it gets there so I waste no time and I got an extra hour or two or three sometimes that I got it. You know, what, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the decisions that I make throughout the day. So the decisions that you make through the day, every single day are compounded over an extended period of time. And the more positive decisions that we make, the better our life is going to turn out. So watch, let's dissect this a little bit more. So we're going to dissect this, right? We understand that in order for us to become successful, we need to grow. Very often I say, if you could have the things that you wanted, being the person that you are right now, you'd already have them. But the reason why you don't have them is guess what? Because you're not that person that deserves that success. So let's say, for example, reading 10 pages of a good book a day. Let's say, for example, the book, The Slight Edge. Let's say, for example, Think and Grow Rich or a particular book in your industry. 10 pages of a good book per day. You got guy A, so we're going to have guy A here, guy B here, okay? And you're following them through their life, guy A and guy B, okay? Guy A says, I'm going to go out there and read the 10 pages of a good book a day. Guy B says, I'm going to skip today. I'll start tomorrow. Procrastination is a cornerstone of poverty, okay? Guy B says, I'm going to take it easy, man. Guy A says, hey, I'm going to go and uh, have a chicken salad. I'm going to limit the carbs. not going to eat no cheese. I'm going to have a chicken salad, okay? Guy B says, hey, man, in and outs right there. I'm going to go have me a double-double, some fries. My diet starts tomorrow. As a matter of fact, it's the end of the year. My diet starts January 1st, right? New Year's resolutions. The, if the guy ate a salad today, let's say they're the same size. Guy A eats a salad today. Guy B eats a salad today. Can you see a difference? Does guy A have a six-pack today? No, he doesn't. Does guy B, is guy B overweight all of a sudden? No, he's not. The problem is that these subtle decisions, they're so subtle you don't even notice them. You don't notice them. Just like the guy A, he chooses to read 10 pages of a good book a day. Guy B chooses to not read 10 pages of a good book a day. Is guy A that read the 10 pages all of a sudden a success? Of course he's not. Is guy B all of a sudden a failure? No, he's not. Again, it's so subtle you don't see it. But it is the compounded decisions over an extended period of time that are subtle that seem to make no difference in the act of doing them. Repeated over time is when they have an impact. So here's what happens. We follow guy A. Guy A is out there doing the daily disciplines. He's waking up earlier. Guy B, waking up later. An hour later than guy A. Guy A has a healthy breakfast. Guy B has steak and eggs and, you know, pancakes and whatnot, right? Unhealthy. Can't tell the difference right away. 
Guy A goes into the office early, goes to prospect early, goes to prospect more, more consistently. Guy B is making the daily errors in judgment. Who's more comfortable right now? Guy B is more comfortable because guess what? It's more comfortable to sleep in an extra hour or two, isn't it? Isn't it more comfortable to eat whatever you want? Sure, that's more comfortable right now. Eating a salad, a chicken salad, instead of, a, for example, a cheeseburger, it's, it's more uncomfortable to eat something healthy versus something that's unhealthy. And you can't see the difference right now. So guy B that's making the daily errors in judgment, he's being more comfortable. Guy A is being uncomfortable. That's why it's so enticing because you've got guy A say, hey man, I don't want to do that. I remember when I was younger. I remember when I was younger, I used to go to trainings every single Saturday. I used to go to trainings on Monday evenings, not every Saturday, excuse me, every single Monday evening, like at 7 to 10. Every Monday, three-hour training every Monday for my business. And then once a month, we had a super Saturday. But we worked every weekend. So I was working weekends. My friend's like, bro, what are you doing working on a weekend? Let's go to the park and play some basketball. Let's go watch the game and drink some beers and eat some wings. What are you doing going out there working so hard? Why are you in a suit and it's summer in California and it's a weekend? And people looked at me like I was crazy. I was paying the daily disciplines. I was doing the daily disciplines in my 20s. Now in my 30s, I retired my mom by the age of 30. My wife is a stay-at-home wife that takes care of our kids. Money is not an issue like it used to be. Some of these guys that used to criticize me before, they don't, they're not living the life that they want to live. They're punching a clock and they have too much time at the end of the money, too much month at the end of the money. Instead of having too much money at the end of the month, they've got too much month at the end of the money. It's a 15th, money's gone, they got the rest of the month to go. See, it's a daily area, and I learned this in my early 20s. The slight edge I learned in my early 20s. When I learned it in my early 20s, I said, 10 pages of a good book a day. So let's pretend. Let's pretend you're guy A. You read the 10 pages of a good book a day, you're doing the daily disciplines. 10 pages of a good book a day in one day doesn't, doesn't make you succeed or fail. But what if you read 10 pages per day, 250 days a year? So you got 115 days off. 115 days off, you don't read. 250 days, you read 10. How long will it take you to read 10 pages of a good book daily? Maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Some of you guys, 10 to 15 minutes. But let's say 20, 20, 25 minutes. Can you wake up? 30 minutes earlier, make yourself a coffee, dedicate yourself to read 10 pages of a good book daily. That's 250 pages per year, right? Excuse me, 2,500 pages per year, right? Because you're doing the 250 days times 10 is 2,500 pages per year. The average book has about 250 to 300 pages. So let's say Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, The Slide Edge, and so many other great books out there, right? I'm going to put some of them in the description here, right? Those books, right, average of 250 to 300 pages. That means that you read 8 to 10 books in a year. What if every one of those books, Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Slight Edge, etc., okay, what if they got you 1% better? After a year that you read 10 books, you got 10% better. Guess what? The compounded, the 10 pages that one day is not what got you 10% better. 
but it's a discipline to do these things consistently and persistently over an extended period of time. For those of you guys that work with me, we do Mondays trainings every Monday and every Tuesday. And then I do a, a live event roughly every 45 days for training. What if you made a commitment for the next five years, I'm going to burn my ships, I'm going to read 10 pages a day, and I'm going to attend every single damn training that they do. And you apply what we teach you. I tell people all the time, it takes five years to make life fair. It takes five years to make life fair. You're literally five years away. If you ever felt that life wasn't fair, you're literally five years away from making life fair. You could be broke, busted, and disgusted right now. You could go from zero to hero in five years. You got somebody that is $100,000 in debt that in five years is making $100,000 every three months. Every month. Or even $100,000 a year. From being $100,000 in debt to making $100,000 a year, that's a drastic change. Can we agree? I've seen people go in five years from broke, busting, and disgusted living in somebody's couch to multimillionaire. Five years. What changed? Their philosophies changed, their attitudes changed, their environment changed, their proximity changed, and they made a decision. They said, that's it, I'm dead. The old me is dead and gone. One of my mentors did a training recently. He said, I didn't come here to conduct the training. I came here to conduct the funeral. He says, I came here to conduct the funeral because the old you is dead and gone. You leave this event, you're the new person because you could apply the information that you're getting here. You imagine that? Oof, I got chills when he said that. I was taking notes front row. Front row, by the way. You ever go to one of my trainings or any great training, you better sit in the front. You better have a notepad. Don't be that cool guy that's too cool to take notes or sit in the front. That's bullshit. That's teenager bullshit. Sit in the front. Millionaires sit in the front. They take notes. They go out there and they take, take notes and they take actions on those notes. So let's keep it moving. So going back to this illustration, right? You've got guy A, guy B. Guy A is doing the uncomfortable things. Here's the way the line looks. And it eventually grows like a hockey stick. He's uncomfortable. Guy A is doing what successful people do. What do successful people do? Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. In other words, they do what is uncomfortable. Guy B is doing the comfortable stuff. He says, I'm not going to work on a weekend. I'm not going to go to that train on a weekend. I'm not going to pay. I just paid 600 bucks to go to a leadership, three-day leadership summit in January. I'm, fly, I'm paying 5,000 bucks to fly my whole family next week to Miami to an event that I'm speaking at. Because I understand I need to invest in myself. I understand that there's so much that I need to grow. Guy B, people like Guy B says, I'm not going to invest money. I'm not going to spend money. No, it's not spent money. It's invested money, right? So Guy A is doing the daily disciplines. And here's what happens. The line looks like this for Guy A. Daily disciplines, all of a sudden he's getting better. All of a sudden things start to click. All of a sudden, he does the uncomfortable stuff that he wasn't willing to do. You know why? Because he's reading the 10 pages of a good book a day. He replaces friends that don't have any goals or ambitions, he replaced them with people with goals and ambitions and discipline. So guess what? Some of that rubs off on him. He put, he's putting himself in that environment of winners. So he starts to act and do things that winners do. So therefore, the line looks like this. All of a sudden, it starts to climb and it starts to climb and it looks like a hockey stick. You see how a hockey stick goes like this and it sharp up turn? That's what starts to happen to guy A. Now that may take six months, it may take a year, it may take five years. But guy B, here's what he's doing. He's 25 years old. He's 35 years old. He's 45 years old. Whatever age you are, doesn't matter. Doing the daily errors in judgment. You don't see a difference in that one burger. But 100 burgers down the line, you see a difference. You can't tell the difference going to the gym one time. But you go to the gym consistently three to five days per week for a year. See if your girlfriend, see if your wife, 
Does it start to say, oh, my God, start to touch your arms. You start to get a little bit bigger. I start to see the difference. Even though they see you every single day. That happened to me the other day. I'm walking around my house, you know, uh, without a shirt on. And then my wife says, man, you look thicker. You look bigger. You, I could tell you've been working out and I see you every single day. Why? Because it's the daily disciplines repeated over time. So guy A goes like this, up. Guy A goes like this, down. Guy A in the beginning was uncomfortable. He was doing what guy B was not willing to do. Guy A was uncomfortable. Guy B was very comfortable. But guess what happens? Guy A, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line, he's been working out because one discipline leads to another discipline. Right? One error in judgment leads to other errors in judgment. They're followed by a flock of their relatives. Errors in judgment are followed by a flock of their relatives, and disciplines are followed by a flock of their relatives as well. So guy A, 20 years from now, money is not an issue. He's got it going on. He's in shape. He's healthy because he started to drink a gallon of water per day. He started to take healthy stuff. He started to feed his body healthy stuff. He started to make more money. So guess what? He, now, he or she now buys organic food. He, he or she now can afford to go to a doctor of his liking to say, hey, doc, what is it that I need? What is some natural stuff that I can take? Because I've got kids. I want, I want to be a young father to my kids. Even when I'm 60, I want to be a young father. I want to be able to play with my grandchildren. I don't want to have diabetes. I want to be in great shape when I'm 60 and in great health when I'm 60. So what do I got to do right now? Why? Because one discipline leads to another discipline that leads to another discipline. Same thing with errors in judgment. So he chose to be uncomfortable over here. Uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Now all of a sudden, guess what? Now he's 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old. Let's say he built a big business. He makes half a million dollars a year, a million dollars a year, $20 million a year, whatever that number is. He's healthy. He's in shape. He's got a fulfilled life. He's got time to invest and dedicate to his family, money to dedicate to, you know, charities of his liking. He's now significantly more comfortable because he was willing to pay the price early on. Guy B kept making the same errors in judgment 20 years from now. Guy B is 80 pounds overweight. Guy B has too much month at the end of the money. Now he's got less energy to dedicate and make that money because he now has more responsibilities, more kids, more debt, more weight, you know, around his waist. Poor health. Who's uncomfortable now? See, Guy B chose to be comfortable right now. But 10, 25, 10, 20 years down the line, he's not comfortable anymore because he is lack of getting uncomfortable because guess what? Champions with a slight edge understand that success in anything exists outside of the comfort zone. You've got to get outside of your comfort zone. There's no success in the comfort zone. At first, you start like this. You start by getting out of the comfort zone. You're in the comfort zone. You get out of the comfort zone, and you come back in. Then you get out of the comfort zone. Then you get further out in the comfort zone, further out of the comfort zone. And then eventually, here's what happens. You live outside of the comfort zone. Champions live outside of the comfort zone. Champions get to a point where be doing what's comfortable, what used to be comfortable back then, is a new uncomfort. Your comfort level today will eventually become your uncomfort level. Being lazy, sleeping in, not working hard, not, do, not doing the personal development, that'll event, if you don't do it and you grow, eventually that becomes your new uncomfort zone when it used to be your comfort zone. Does that make sense?
So the bottom line is, in a nutshell, the slide edge is about taking the right decisions. Every single day, you now are going to be faced. You're now going to be conscious of the decisions that come your way. You're going to take the good ones in and you're going to keep the bad ones out. And it's about taking the best decisions daily and acting upon them consistently and persistently over an extended period of time and letting the compound effect take its, its part, right? Even though it seems like there's no difference in the act of doing them, doesn't matter. You know, if I'm doing daily disciplines every single day, compounded, even though I don't see the evidence right now, that's irrelevant. I'm going to compound the right decisions consistently and persistently over an extended period of time and understand most people are not going to do that. What that This same guy, Jeff Olson, I remember on stage one day he says, if you want to fail, follow the masses. See what other people are doing, the, the masses are doing. Do what they do. See what the masses are doing with their health. Do what they do, you will fail in your health. See what the masses are doing in your business. Do what they do, you will fail. It is that top five, top three percent of people that you want to emulate. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this book review and this episode of the Driven Not Given podcast on the slide edge. I highly encourage you guys Go and buy the book, read the book, apply it, and I want to see your stories. And let me know in the comment section if you guys liked and if you guys got some value from this video. And with that being said, as always, I'll see you at the top or from the top. Take care.